At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. show is live from Las Vegas and the tri-state area as well. Thanks for spending some time with us here on your Saturday afternoon or morning, depending upon where you are. Madam Candy here at the South Point Sportsbook. Scott Seidenberg joins me from the right coast. And I don't mean that in terms of right or wrong, just the right <laughs> side. But honestly, I'm a New Yorker, too. So, yeah, it's the right coast. Uh, we all want to be on the right side. We all want to be on the right side. Uh, hear us on the left. We're still having a good time uh, this morning in Las Vegas as we get ready for a full slate of Major League Baseball and football. Yeah, football. Football-ish. Uh, you know, we're not going to get all the starters here in the NFL today, but we're certainly going to have some interesting things to watch, some interesting things potentially to bet on as well when it comes to the NFL's first full week of the preseason. We had three games last night, 10 games here today. Lots to keep track of. We'll talk about those games as we go on here and preview what's coming up in the National Football League. We're actually going to start, Scott, in college where – some off-the-field news that could eventually affect some on-the-field things coming out of uh, the Power Five. Max Olson of The Athletic reporting that in the wake of the SEC's move to bring in Texas and Oklahoma, that three of the other Power Five conferences, hint, not the Big 12, have gotten together, and they are going to try to form some sort of alliance not only for scheduling moving forward, but as the NCAA comes together and talks about governance for the future, 
they want to have a voting block together to influence what that might look like. So we're talking about the ACC. We're talking about the Big Ten. We're talking about the Pac-12 all coming together in the article. An unnamed source says this is their shot back at the SEC. Uh, so, Scott, what do you think this could mean overall just in terms of what it looks like for the landscape of college football? Well, one of the biggest concerns that I've, I've always had with college football is the lack of a central governing body. Like, there is no college football commissioner, which there really needs to be to basically level the playing field and have one uniform set of rules for everybody. Right now, it's up to the conferences to do whatever they please, and this is what happens when one conference like the SEC just dominates the landscape of college football. You're going to have the other conferences fighting back. Uh, I've been a strong proponent of the group of five actually getting together, having their own separate championship schedule because they're not going to be taken seriously when it comes to the college football playoffs. So I've always felt that the group of five should band together and have their own championship uh, separate from the power five conferences. But we are slowly or maybe quickly, Adam, heading our way to these mega super conferences, if you will, and really changing the entire landscape of college football. So hopefully we just have one central governing unit and one giant conference of teams, one giant league. Maybe it's a group of five league and a power five league. That could be a possibility, but for certain the landscape is changing and it's changing fast. Plenty to keep an eye on as we get ready for college football starting in just two weeks, week zero, and then, of course, week one, kicking off with Clemson and Georgia as the marquee game in that first week over Labor Day weekend. In the NFL, a relationship that is deteriorating very quickly and some impacts that it might have on how you might bet the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Reporting coming out that Michael Thomas and... The Saints might be at the point of divorce. Larry Holder from The Athletic saying that this could lead to a trade sooner than later, despite the fact that this would lead to uh, close to $40 million of dead money uh, to the New Orleans Saints, which on their salary cap could be quite the disaster. But let's start here, Scott. If Michael Thomas ultimately is leaving the New Orleans Saints right now, their regular season win total is sitting at nine, juiced to the under at minus 20. Uh, Where do you start with that? Do you believe that this has a significant impact on how you think the Saints should be valued in terms of regular season wins? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Michael Thomas is top 10 wide receiver in the NFL, could very well be a top five wide receiver in the NFL. I've been down on New Orleans just from the get-go because of their quarterback situation. But if you take Mike Thomas out of this equation, this team offensively just changes their identity, right? And their identity is going to change as it is without Drew Brees now under center and with Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. Uh, Alvin Kamara can only take them so far they need Mike Thomas on the outside to open up the offense for Kamara. So if he's not there, this offense completely shifts. They're probably going to run the ball more. Taysom Hill's going to run the ball more. Uh, We've seen it in games where Mike Thomas hasn't played in the past, but also in those games, you, you, you did have Drew Brees, and there's a big difference now this year. I don't like the Saints to exceed their win total this year, and if they lose Mike Thomas, that under's going to hit easily. I have been selling on the Saints from before this news. Uh, This obviously does not do anything to increase my feelings about the Saints, but I do think it gives you something else that you can look at. If Mike Thomas isn't there, how did the Saints decide to run their offense? There's another prop available on the board of does Jameis Winston take the first snap 
for the hmm. New Orleans Saints this year. And it is heavily juiced to the yes. The no is plus 140. Tell me what you think about this, Scott. I, I tend to think that if Michael Thomas isn't there and the Saints need to just try to manufacture offense in some way because the rest of that receiving group is nothing to write home about, that Sean Payton might just give in to that instinct that has been with him for years and say, I'm doing it, Taysom Hill, all the way. We're tricking this thing up, and we're going to try to find <laughs> yards wherever we can. Uh, plus 140 on the no for Jameis Winston to take the first snap this year, which, of course, would mean that Taysom Hill would be the first-string quarterback. Honestly, like, I don't even hate it, even if Thomas is there, because maybe that's what Sean Payton does for the first snap of the season anyway, is run a Taysom Hill running play. And even if Jameis Winston is the starting quarterback, I think this is going to be a situation this year where the Saints are going to be like one of those college football teams that plays two quarterbacks, because I think Taysom Hill is going to get a lot of playing time at the quarterback position this year. They're going to, it's not just a, a couple of set plays per game. I think he's going to have a bunch of series per game and depending on game script and the way that it plays out, you're going to see him involved in this offense heavily. That's how Sean Payton's going to play it this year. So even if Michael Thomas is there, I still like the no prop because of the value. Like, why not? I hear you, man. And that's a great point is that all it says is who's going to take the first snap. Doesn't say who gets the bulk of the snaps or who yeah. is the air quotes starting quarterback. Uh, that is what gives you the option to go no on that. Even if Jameis Winston is technically the starter, it still might be Taysom Hill getting that. So more quarterback discussion to be had elsewhere in the NFC where John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco continue to give all of these quotes, Scott, that make you in your brain, even if you didn't see them give the quote, think that they're going, wink, wink, Jimmy Garoppolo's the starter. Mm, we'll see about that. Let me get to the exact quote here from John Lynch about the quarterback situation in San Francisco. I think Jimmy's the guy right now. And Trey's pushing. I think that's where it's at. Trey's been awesome. He's been everything we thought he would be and more. He was good from day one when we walked in here in the offseason. I think that's a testament to what we thought he was and his work ethic. Uh, Scott, obviously there are bets that you can make on the San Francisco quarterback situation as well. Uh, I want to make sure I get you the most updated numbers in terms of who takes the first snap in San Francisco. Trey Lance is three to one on the yes to take the first snap in San Francisco. Do you think he can do enough in training camp to become the starting quarterback at the outset? Uh, probably not just because of the way that, you know, the Lynch, just the way that Shanahan kind of operates his offense. Um, he wants to bring Trey Lance along slowly because the, the bottom line is, and we've talked about this before on previous shows, if you start Lance and then have to bench him for Garoppolo, it's hard then to go back to Lance after, you know, a couple of games. You're better off always starting the veteran and then bringing the rookie in because once you hand the reins over to the rookie, you're not going to take it away from him. Uh, I know it's happened in the past where teams have done that, but I, I don't think that that's the proper way to groom a quarterback. I think they're going to take their time on Trey Lance. As much as the fan base wants to see him, they're going to take their time with him, and it's going to be Garoppolo to start the season. Well, that is a big price uh, on Trey Lance there at three to one. And we are going to probably get some more information 
today uh, that could potentially move that price the same way that we saw with New England getting on the field a couple nights ago and the price shortening up on Mac Jones to potentially be the first week starter in New England. That could happen in San Francisco. We're going to talk to you about that as one of the 10 preseason games coming up here in just a few moments. Quickly, let's get you updated on what's happening on the PGA Tour at the Wyndham Championship as Russell Henley is going to start the day with a four-shot lead, and unsurprisingly, that leads to him as the betting leader at plus 130. There's a group trailing him at 10 under that includes Webb Simpson, Scott Piercy, Rory Sabatini. Webb Simpson has an unbelievable history at this tournament, and that's why you see him at plus 350 on the betting board, even though he is four shots back to start the day. Webb Simpson has shot consecutive 65s. Henley has gone out 62-64. This is a tournament that is going to encourage scoring. We have seen that with 62s fired on both days of the first two. Uh, Scott, are you at all involved when it comes to the Wyndham Championship? Uh, I would take a look at Justin Rose. Uh, He's far enough back, but close enough with two days remaining that he could make this thing uh, a challenge and he can obviously, you know, get to the top here after the third round and then have a chance to compete in the fourth round on Sunday. So he's a guy that I would sprinkle at because like I said, he's in that distance. That's where I usually look on Saturdays for these golf futures is guys that are really not at the top, but are still close enough that they can get there by Sunday. And I think Justin Rose fits right in that category, like five strokes off the lead. And he's talented enough. We've seen how good he is in the past. Uh, So I would go with Justin Rose and a little sprinkle here. Justin Rose is at nine under five shots off. As Scott mentioned, he is 14 to one to take it down here as we start moving day at the Wyndham. All right, we said we were going to get to preseason NFL. Scott, we're men of our words, of course, and there are 10 games to discuss today. The earliest start is the Dolphins and the Bears, and I think we have plenty of intrigue uh, to discuss when it comes to the Chicago Bears, one of a number of teams with quarterback situations that have captivated us through the offseason. Andy Dalton and Justin Fields, of course, you're going to see a lot more of Justin Fields today than you are of Andy Dalton. Uh, what are you looking for between the Dolphins and the Bears? That is a 1 p.m. Eastern start. Well, obviously the Dolphins, you know, with Tua and Brissett uh, might have the quarterback advantage because, again, we don't know uh, what we're going to see from Justin Fields and and Dalton's probably barely going to play in this one. Bears do have injuries on the offensive line, which does concern me. And there's the potential for Justin Fields to make rookie mistakes in his first uh, live action here uh, in a preseason game. So. I would look towards the Dolphins plus the points in this one. Brian Flores, 3-0 and in the preseason with this Dolphins team. So uh, I would look towards the Dolphins getting the three and a half points here over the Bears. Three, three and a half, depending on where you get it. Total of 36 on this one as this game will kick off uh, in Chicago in just about 40 minutes. Other games that have quarterback intrigue include the one that is next Chronologically on the card, 2 p.m. Eastern start between the Broncos and the Vikings. This game in Minnesota. Uh, Let's get a look here at what's happening with the Vikings and the Broncos. Two and a half is Denver laying that. 34 and a half is the total. Uh, Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater are in probably the most open competition outside of New Orleans for starting quarterback. Drew Locke is the slight betting favorite uh, to take the first snap of the year, about minus 135, and get Teddy Bridgewater on the plus side, about 50 cents off of that. 
Uh, what are you expecting to see here from the Vikings and the Broncos today, Scott? So important to note that the line did flip from the Vikings being favored to the Bears being favored, and that's because of the Vikings quarterback situation. Cousins, Mond, and Nate Stanley all didn't practice really this week because of COVID protocols. Uh, they have injuries to other players like Justin Jefferson, but you mentioned the quarterback battle between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. That's like the number one thing I look for in betting preseason football games is quarterback competitions. I love quarterback competitions because both of these guys are going to fight to score here in this game. They need to impress the coaches. They need to impress their teammates. Plus, uh, not many people would admit it, but you've heard it from players in the past. Whenever there's a quarterback competition, the offensive unit tends to kind of side with one player. And, and it's, it, sometimes it comes down to who gets more first-team reps, right? The first team kind of trusts this guy. The second team kind of trusts this guy. Different players have different relationships with quarterbacks. So I love the idea of a quarterback competition going into the preseason because you know it's not just the quarterbacks, but it's their teammates that are going to be fighting for their guy to win the starting role. I think it's the Broncos here all the way in this game. And I would keep an eye on if your book is offering first half options as opposed to full game. You have a lot more control of what's going on in that first half when it's even second teamers going. And to the point that Scott just made, if both of those guys both get a quarter and then the second half becomes, let's see what we have with the rookies and the undrafteds and so on, then you end up in a situation where you have at least a lot more certainty of who is going to be playing for the Denver Broncos in that first half. Two and a half uh, laying for 34 and a half is the total. More preseason NFL when we return as well as a look at Major League Baseball. You're in the pregame show here from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. College football betting guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today. That's all available at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg joining me, Adam Candy here on the pregame show from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. College football, of course, is just around the corner. Scott, we've talked about a couple of teams that you're big on in the last week or two with Oklahoma and with Georgia. Let's start right there with the marquee game of week one in college football with Georgia and Clemson. Clemson is a three-and-a-half point favorite, 52-and-a-half, the one total that we've seen posted for this game, uh, it's being played on what is ostensibly a neutral field in North Carolina. I know you believe this will be more like a home game for the Tigers who are from South Carolina. Uh, what are you looking for in this marquee matchup to open up the college football season? Uh, I'm looking at the quarterbacks. It's DJ Uyunglele against JT Daniels. And we saw what DJ could do in some limited action last season. Uh, but we've seen JT Daniels in four starts last year for Georgia go 4-0. and And I just love this Georgia team, as I've talked about so many times here on VEASAN. Uh, you know, they return, what is it, eight starters on offense. And uh, you look at how they finished number one against the run. They allowed just 321 yards and 20 points per game 
game overall. This the, the, the factor that's going to be deciding this game is the Georgia defense against the Clemson offense. And if the Georgia defense wins this battle, Georgia is going to win this game outright. Now, Georgia plus the points is the play here for me because I do see this as being a field goal game. And so if you're going to give me that hook, I'll take that hook gladly. But I think it's the Georgia defense against the Clemson offense. Which quarterback do I trust more? I trust JT Daniels more than I do trust DJ Uyunglele because I've seen more of him uh, against uh, bigger time opponents. So I would go Georgia plus the points in this matchup with a very good chance to win this one outright. Another big game that I don't think we've spent as much time on uh, in general on the network, but definitely the two of us talking about it, will be that island game between Notre Dame and Florida State with the fight in Irish taking on the Seminoles. Uh, we get the most updated number here. Notre Dame laying nine. You can get it as low as eight uh, in some spots. Obviously, a lot of questions at quarterback for both of these teams. It's an open competition for Notre Dame. Brian Kelly hasn't named a starting quarterback yet, although Jack Cohen, the Wisconsin transfer, appears to be in the driver's seat at the moment. And the question, of course, for Florida State, how much does Mackenzie Milton have left in the tank uh, coming in from UCF? Total of 55 and a half in the one spot that does have it posted here, Scott. I would lean towards the over because uh, I think that we're going to see some things from Florida State trying to utilize what Mackenzie Milton's strengths are, which is this hurry-up, fast-paced offense. Uh, defensively, I, I don't know too much uh, about Florida State's ability to kind of stop people uh, this year. Um, I do expect the Notre Dame offense to continue to perform the way that they have in the past several years, and, and Jack Cohn coming over from Wisconsin is a veteran quarterback, so I would look towards the over over in this matchup, eight is probably too much to lay on the road for Notre Dame, uh, but I, I would you know, think that they would win this matchup, and I think the over is the way to go here with, this, with these two teams. Yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot going on here uh, with Florida State. They, they did very well in the transfer portal. Of course, Mackenzie Milton, part of that, and then you just ask yourself, what can this team put together here as they're going through yet another year one? Uh, if Milton is anything like the guy that we saw at UCF, then I'm happy to take more than a touchdown at home here against the Notre Dame team that, I mean, we can't say is rebuilding, but certainly reloading. And uh, Brian Kelly's side have to go on the road in week one against a team that clearly has something to prove here in Notre Dame. Uh, only other game that I think is probably worth a quick discussion here as we head on out of this particular uh, segment is looking at Nevada and Cal. Uh, and this is a little bit of West Coast bias, so stick with me. Here. <laughs> um, Nevada is catching three and a half at the Cal Golden Bears, who I don't believe should be laying points to Nevada, period. If I'm going to get more than a field goal with an offense that is going to be absolutely outstanding, Carson Strong is a guy that you're going to start to hear some Heisman buzz about if he starts off anything like he finished last year with Romeo Dubs and Elijah Cooks at quarterback. Uh, that game is a night game on Saturday, September the 4th. I would definitely be looking to get the points with Nevada before that moves. When There's come, a lot of people that like uh, Jay Norvell's squad. Oh, without question. When we come back, we'll have some more baseball here on the pregame show from Beeson.
back into the pregame show here from VEASAN and VEASAN.com. Adam Candy at the South Point Sportsbook in Las Vegas. Scott Seidenberg on the other side of the country getting you through a Major League Baseball slate here as we get ready for the games that are starting to get into those dog days of August. Scott, there are some teams that are definitely onto the tanking side of the schedule <laughs> and some teams that have some things to prove down the stretch here. And one of those teams is the Boston Red Sox uh, right there in the American League East race up until the beginning of this month. And boy, have things changed for the Red Sox. Uh, the pitching has fallen apart. They do get back onto the right track last night with the Baltimore Orioles coming in. Speaking of tanking teams, that's a great way to get onto the right track is to have the Orioles come in and they get the boost they've been waiting for all season long with Chris Sale making his first start back in the major leagues in almost two years coming back from Tommy John's surgery. And he is a massive favorite here today. Uh, Chris Sale minus 295. Uh, Baltimore Orioles will throw Jorge Lopez, uh, who is plus 240, coming back the other way. It is a total of 10. What do you expect here in the return of Chris Sale for the Boston Red Sox? So Alex Cora did say that he's going to treat this as like April. That was his quote for Chris Sale. So he's not going to go deep into the game. His last start at AAA Worcester. Yeah, that's right. I said it correctly. Uh, he struck out eight batters and didn't allow a run in four and two thirds innings. And that's probably the limit for him today. So if I'm going to bet anything with this game, it's going to be the first five innings. Uh, like I said, the Sox are going to treat this like an early season game for Chris Sale. They also get Schwarber back off the IL, which is a huge boost to their offense. And if you're looking at Schwarber against Lopez earlier in the year, doubled off of him twice in the only game that he faced in the Nationals playing against the Orioles. Lopez has seen the Red Sox twice in uh, this season, uh, eight runs in nine and two-thirds innings. Seven of those came in one game, though, and he has been better in the last couple of starts. But really, I'm going to back Chris Sale here in the first five innings only. I might even look to the first three innings if I could because I really don't expect him to go beyond five innings in this game. And uh, he looked good in his last uh, warm-up start at Worcester, so I would back Chris Sale here early on in the game. But uh, can't lay the price on the Red Sox just because – I don't know what's going to happen after the fifth inning. Some books, it's out to a full uh, bet $3 to win one on the Boston Red Sox. Uh, unsurprising, given the the mismatch here. You mentioned that Jorge Lopez has been a little better of late. God help me, I am very close to putting a little bit of money on Baltimore Orioles' first five here uh, with the kind of idea of Chris Sale's return being overvalued just a little bit and the fact that Jorge Lopez has allowed one earned run in two of his last four starts, two earned runs or less in three of his last four starts. And you can get the Baltimore Orioles at roughly plus 225. Most books, uh, first five again, um, not a lot of money to be made betting the Baltimore Orioles with regularity. That is a big price, though, on Chris Sale coming back. Haven't actually made that wager yet, but certainly uh, one that I've given some consideration to. That is a 4.10 p.m. Eastern start. Uh, Scott, what else is interesting to you thus far on the Major League Baseball card that you've scouted out today? So a couple of things jump out at me. Uh, the Brewers, and this is courtesy of Ralph Michaels of Wager Talk, they haven't lost an F5 bet since July 25th. So they are 14-0-2 in their last 16 first five innings. Think about that. 
And now look at the pitching matchup. Bryce Wilson has allowed three or more runs in four of seven starts this year. Uh, a seven-inning game is so important to jump out early. It's a doubleheader, so game one of the doubleheaders is what I'm talking about here. The, the onus is going to be put on these offenses to get going early, right? Score runs early because you don't have those extra two innings. Uh, Brett Anderson has allowed just four runs in his last five starts combined. Last time against the Pirates, he went six shutout innings. In fact, in 13 total innings this year against the Pirates. He has allowed just one run. The Pirates are the second worst team in Major League Baseball in first five scoring. Under two runs per first five innings this year. Uh, I think the Brewers on the first five is the play here for this one. And then even consider the pitching matchup and the run that they've been on. Just uh, how could you go against them? Fred Anderson is a $2 favorite for the full game. Plus 170 at home on Bryce Wilson and the Pirates in game one of that double header that will get underway in a couple of hours here. Total is seven. That is juice to the under. And I'm sure that's for the reasons that Scott just mentioned Uh game. I definitely would keep an eye on as well. The Braves and the nationals coming up here with a 6 5 PM Eastern start. And it's mostly a fade of Patrick Corbin, the starter <laughs> for the Washington nationals. If you look particularly at the individual matchups here, you're going to see that there are some hitters for the uh, Atlanta Braves that really, and I mean really like to see Patrick Corbin on the hill. I love to get into these daily matchups. A lot of the information coming uh, from fan graphs, from baseball savant in terms of how certain hitters match up against certain pitchers. And remember, if you're getting good numbers on a guy who has regressed like Patrick Corbin, getting good numbers for the hitters, These hitters were building up these numbers when Patrick Corbin was better prior to last year and then into this year where he has been struggling. Freddie Freeman, Dansby Swanson, Ozzie Albies all have been pretty outstanding. Uh, Adam Duvall, they just picked up as well. But Duvall, a 597 expected slugging. Swanson, 543. Uh, It's really quite startling when uh, you look at what these guys have done. Ozzie Albies with a 666 expected slugging percentage. Uh, The Braves are decent-sized favorites, minus 170, minus 175, depending on where you find it. Max Freed on the hill for them today. Uh, Big price, and it's not a price that, Scott, I necessarily would play all by itself, uh, but something that I would be looking if there's another uh, game that you like that's at too big a price today. You're looking to play a small parlay. Might throw the Atlanta Braves in there and try to shorten that up a little bit because minus 175, not the worst price you're going to find uh, to throw into what our friend Gil Alexander likes to call some of these brain-dead parlays late in the season, fading some of the worst teams in Major League Baseball, and the Washington Nationals certainly are one of those at this point of the season. Uh, as you mentioned, the Pittsburgh Pirates are another one of those mm-hmm. teams as well. The Yankees and the White Sox coming up 7, 10 p.m. Eastern start. Of course, they had that thrilling game in the Field of Dreams in Iowa, a day off. They now go to the cell in Chicago to continue the series. Dylan Cease against Jamison Tyone. Uh, White Sox are short favorites here. Cease 130, 140, uh, depending on where you find it. I love the White Sox in this game. I love Dylan Cease in this game uh, because of the fact that Jamison Tyone, despite being the American League Pitcher of the Month in July, His peripherals are just ripe for a team like the White Sox to pick him off. Unnaturally low home run to fly ball rate. His FIP is nearly two runs over his ERA for the last 30 days or so. It's been a little bit of fool's gold. He's giving up a lot of hard contact. That does not translate well against a team like the Chicago White Sox that is going to be able to knock the ball around the yard, even when there's not a cornfield 
on the other side of the fence. Preseason football continuing in just a moment when we come back here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Now that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. The guide is only 20 bucks. Discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and college betting guides. Reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access. Get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now. That's at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We roll along on the pregame show, Betting Across America, coming up in 15 minutes. This is usually the part where I tease the host for the next show. Um, it, it's still me and Scott. We're, we're going to be here. We're just kind of changing the, changing the idea up a little bit. Yeah, hi. Hi, Mom. How you doing? Uh, we have more pro football uh, information to give you here as the Dolphins and the Bears are going to get going here in just a few minutes. Uh, NFL Network reporting from Matt Nagy, the head coach of the Bears, that Justin Fields will go into the second half. So he will at least play some of the third quarter, meaning that you're getting Justin Fields at the very least up until halftime for the Chicago Bears. They want to get an extended look at the rookie here in game one against the Dolphins. Uh, I did lay two with the Bears in the first half uh, with Justin Fields. Uh, I don't really care about two points versus the money line. Uh, you know, anything under a field goal is pretty much the same for me when it comes to something like this. Um, Justin Fields will start uh, go into the third quarter for the Chicago Bears. Scott, let's continue on with preseason football and some of the other games coming up later on tonight. It's a 7 p.m. Eastern start for the Saints and the Ravens. We continue with our discussion of teams that have quarterback situations. We told you a little bit about our thoughts on Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill earlier on with the news that Michael Thomas is uh, at least – more likely to be traded. We don't know about likely to be traded, but more likely than previously thought to be traded before the season. The Saints are catching two and a half in Baltimore with a total of 36 and a half. And the preseason angle that everyone loves to talk about, Scott, is John Harbaugh and the Ravens in the preseason. I feel like we've got some competing forces here, a quarterback battle against how good the Ravens are in the preseason. Yeah, uh, and also unders, right? Unders in the preseason are 5-1 and one so far, so we're going to see if that trend kind of continues uh, today. Uh, you know, I'm just not um... – I'm not blown away by anything that I see in this matchup. You mentioned it, though. Everyone wants to talk about the Ravens uh, in the preseason. And, yeah, the history is on their side. I'm just a – maybe I'm fading the Saints this year. Maybe that's just what I'm doing because I've been so against uh, them, you know, with the quarterbacks uh, that they have. Um, but I think, yeah, Ravens would be a look. Under certainly would be a look uh, because of, you know, the trends that we've seen so far, five and one unders here in the preseason. Cleveland Browns and the Jacksonville Jaguars in Duval uh, here tonight at 7 o'clock on the East Coast. Jacksonville's laying three, 36 and a half is the total. Of course, we have the brand new look Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, you're not going to get many starters for the Cleveland Browns in this game. Scott, another angle that people like to talk about when it comes to preseason NFL betting is the new coach and Urban Meyer with the new quarterback here in Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you buying into any of that with a new coach trying to go out and prove something in the first preseason game? 
I don't, I don't, I'm not buying him trying to prove something. I'm buying him trying to get a look at his team and, and evaluate everything that he has. You know, he is a new coach here and he's going to have to kind of figure out how to juggle this abbreviated preseason, this new preseason, and get his team ready for week one. This is a much different grind than college football. There's no preseason in college football. There's only those cupcake games at the start of the season. And when you're coaching at an Ohio State, uh, you don't really have uh, those cupcake games because you're usually playing like a marquee game to start the season. You know, like same thing with Florida. Maybe at Utah, he had a you know cupcake game or whatnot. But uh, I just think that Urban's going to try and get a look at everybody here early on in the preseason. So I would stay away from it right now in the first preseason game. But maybe in the next one, you might see Trevor Lawrence play an extended period of time. I might be looking at a first half here with the Jacksonville Jaguars, considering just how few starters are going to go for the Browns in this game. Because even when you get the number two, and even though he doesn't want to talk about number two, it's Gardner Minshew uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And so you're still likely to get some high-level performance uh, from a guy who has been a starting quarterback in the NFL not all that long ago. Uh, So Mm -hmm. get a look at Jacksonville. It'll be about the same price you pay on the Bears. Uh, Be about minus two on the Jaguars for that if you want to get involved there. Bengals and Tampa Bay. Now, this is an interesting one, Scott, because our preseason lines, especially week one, when we don't know much, the books tend to be pretty conservative uh, with these lines. Uh, this is the one that stands out. This is the one that is different. It is the Bucks favored by six with a total down at 33 and a half. Keep in mind, you are not going to get Joe Burrow tonight. You might not get Joe Burrow at all in the preseason as he continues to recover from that catastrophic knee injury last year. I don't think Tom Brady is going to need any time tonight, Scott, to get ready uh, at 44 years old playing against the Bengals here. But uh, what do you make of the fact that we've got the larger line, smaller total in this one? Uh, it just shows you that the Bengals are not valued as a good team. Um, they are not a good football team. They could surprise some people, obviously. And, you know, we're going to see what Joe Burrow can do come the regular season time. But in terms of this preseason, there's not much to expect here. And and what does Bruce Arians want to see from his team here in, in the preseason, right? Um, probably not much. Uh, and so I, I – I don't know if you if you want to look at maybe if there's a team total that you can bet on. Uh, I just don't see the Bucks, the the Bengals being able to score here against the Bucks. Yeah, I wish there were another larger uh, game on the board here in terms of spread because this would be a very clear teaser situation uh, to get the Bucks down to even there and go with something else. But nothing there on the board at least for today. Oh man, I'm sure that you've got your tailgate ready for this one, Scott. Uh, the Brats tossing the football around at the parking lot at the Meadowlands. The Jets and the Giants. Zach Wilson against Daniel. No, no Daniel Jones uh, for the Giants tonight. <laughs> Daniel Jones will not play for the New York Giants, but it is the first look at Zach Wilson for the New York Jets. That's why the Jets in this, uh, we call it a road game, obviously not a road game for the Jets. They're laying two and a half. Total is 33 and a half in the battle for MetLife Stadium. 
Yeah, the Snoopy Bowl, uh, the Snoopy Trophy <laughs> up on. Uh, it, it really is. It's a Snoopy Trophy that is on the line. Uh, it gets handed to the winning team every single year. So uh, that trophy is on the line. Uh, Robert Salon, his first year as Jets head coach, certainly wants to make an impression and wants to win this game. Zach Wilson's going to play the first two series uh, or maybe the entire first quarter. So it depends on uh, what's going to happen and how long that first quarter is in terms of the offense uh, getting on the field. But uh, Robert Salah did say that Zach Wilson will play the first two series and then hand it over to Mike White. James Morgan, I don't know who's going to get the next steps. Uh, but, um, you know, mostly all the first-team reps going up against the first-team defense has been Zach Wilson. Uh, did have turnovers in the scrimmage, but he had a fantastic answer uh, talking about how it's practice. And in practice, you can take chances and throw passes that you normally wouldn't throw during a game. So throw in the fact that he did make those turnovers, and he's probably going to play a little more cautious here in a live look against another team like the Giants. He didn't lead the team to any touchdowns in that scrimmage. The Jets kicking game has issues. They don't know who their kicker is going to be. Plus, their D-line has looked really good so far in this uh, you know, training camp and in the scrimmage. You mentioned no Daniel Jones. It's going to be Mike Glennon. And Clayton Thorson at quarterback. I, I didn't even know that Clayton Thorson was in the NFL, to be honest with you. I, I, I think I barely remember him at Northwestern, but um, the Giants will have those two at the quarterback position. I find it hard to find points in this game. Uh, at 30, 33 and a half, such a low number, but there might only be like one or two touchdowns scored in this game. Well, that could be the same for Houston and Green Bay, depending on what we get out of Jordan Love, who will get an extended look tonight for the Packers. Really the first time that we've gotten to see Jordan Love in any sort of extended play. Packers are laying three at home to Houston, 35 and a half. No, Scott, I'm not stopping on this game for any further uh, discussion because I'd rather talk about the Chiefs and the 49ers. Kansas City is a two and a half point dog in San Francisco. Total is 38 uh, it's going to be Trey Lance, Trey Lance, and Trey Lance tonight for San Francisco, and this should be fun. Oh, and for the Chiefs, how about this? Andy Reid saying that his starters are going to play the first quarter and get as many reps as possible, which means we're going to see Mahomes. We're going to get points. Uh, this is this could be the, the over that we've all been looking for here in the preseason. Uh, new offensive line could be an issue or a, stre- uh, a strength for the uh, the Chiefs because, you know, the starting offensive line is going to play here uh, in the first quarter. And you mentioned Trey Lance going to get his shot, going to want to prove something here. Uh, I think if, if first half is our first half total that we like because we're going to get scoring here early in, in this matchup with the Chiefs' number one offense playing in the first quarter. Yeah, I have not seen one yet. I'm assuming you get something like 20, 20 and a half uh, in the first half, and we'll keep an eye on that. A couple more games coming up on the later side. Uh, if you like the angle of the Raiders fans creating a regular season atmosphere, tonight is the first night here in Las Vegas that there will be a crowd allowed into the new Allegiant Stadium for a Las Vegas Raiders game. They are expecting a very large and very loud Raider crowd hosting the Seahawks later tonight. Two and a half, the spread in favor of the Raiders. 36 and a half is your total. Uh, The battle for SoFi, I don't know if they give out any cartoon trophies for this one, but uh, the battle for SoFi Stadium, Chargers and the Rams. The Chargers are three and a half point favorites. Uh, as an ostensible road team, but total of 32 tonight against the Rams. Uh, Don't expect to see Matthew Stafford in that one, of course. 
More coming up on these preseason games in just a moment on betting across America here on VEASAN. And we'll get a look at Major League Baseball and some plays that Scott and I like as well. This has been the pregame show here from VEASAN and VEASAN.com. We'll be back with you here in just a moment as we appreciate you spending part of your Saturday afternoon and morning with us here on the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.